the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. You see those sirens in your feed. That's because it's an emergency podcast, and we're going to the recruiting trail. So, Bud Elliott, we have to break down the news of the day. Really one of the biggest headlines in uh, in, in college football, you know, the, the sport in general. As five-star quarterback, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, Ty Simpson, has picked Alabama. He made his announcement on CBS Sports HQ, the other um, the other schools in the running. Clemson, it seems like it was an Alabama-Clemson thing coming down the stretch, and he's from uh, Tennessee, so Tennessee was in there. Uh, Ole Miss also, I guess. Uh, I don't. You can uh, fill me in on how much they were actually in the mix near the end, but uh, but the Alabama, Clemson, Ole Miss, Tennessee, sort of the the ones on the his twenty four seven sports profile. So you know he's a. I guess let's let's start with this. The player himself, because we have the classic fork in the road right here, five star in the composite. Ooh, four star in twenty four seven sports. Can you take us behind the scenes? Like, what's the not, not that there's anything wrong with this player who's going to Alabama with the plans of of once again uh, making it to the NFL, like so many Alabama players have under Nick Saban. But how, how do you see Ty Simpson as a player? What's uh, your scouting report and some of the thinking from your colleagues at twenty four seven? Yeah, so I like a lot of kids out there. I, I've not seen Ty Simpson in in person yet this year, right? I mean, because the the, the pandemic, I, I haven't been to a camp where he's been at, but I, I've been able to watch his you know his, his huddle and, and some of his games, and I, I'm I'm pretty impressed. Like Ty Simpson is, is a really good prospect. There's obviously a reason that we're doing you know an, an emergency podcast. I, I will note that we have awarded very few five stars as of yet on 24/7 Sports so far this year, uh, and there's a reason for that. We want to be uh, purposeful with awarding those five stars. I, I think what only not, not, not too many kids have them, you know, yet he is a five star on the composite. We, we, we see him right now as the 61st overall prospect in the country uh, and, you know, a, a top five QB. So Ty Simpson, you know, decent size, right? 6'2", 185. Hell, he may even be taller now. Like that's the latest measurement that we have on him, but we'll, we'll see what he looks like when he goes to elite 11 this summer. Um, he, there's a lot to like. His dad is the head coach at UT Martin. Okay. Uh, Jason Simpson, right? So son of a coach. I, I'm not saying that that makes or breaks a player, but I, I do think that's a help. If you grow up around the game, if you if you understand how to sit in on meetings and and just understand how the game is played, that that's a leg up that a lot of prospects don't have. The arm, I would say, is is good to pretty good. I don't think he has an absolute cannon, but, but he does have some throws where, where he puts a lot of zip on it. Athletically, he's he's not like a freakish athlete. He's not running people over like like Tim Tebow or, or running by them 
like Lamar Jackson, but he does have like escapability to where he you're like, oh, this kid's sacked. Oh, no, he's not. Right. And and yeah. that's an important thing to look at because his high school team's not very good, Chip. So he's kind of doing a lot of it. Not, not saying they're not good, but like they don't have a ton of studs around him. It's not like he's playing in an Aquinas or you know what Booker what, T. Washington or St. Right. Bosco, one of those. Exactly. So, you know, the pocket pocket breaks down. You think he's sacked. Oh no, he actually gets out of it. He's he's running around. He's he's making plays sort of off script, if you will. He's making some off platform throws. I I think that's one thing he does well is the uh, kind of off balance. Wow, like like you probably shouldn't be able to put that on the money, uh, and, and and he does a nice job doing that. The production I think is one thing that probably holds him back a little bit so far in the rankings. It's something we're going to be watching more as a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we we do value w- w- what you do in high school as far as your, your volume. Are, are are you throwing for a whole bunch of yards? Are you, are you completing at a really high percentage? And his efficiency numbers are are pretty okay, right? But he just his team doesn't throw the ball. 50 times a game or, or 40 times a game like some of these high schools do. And I like, he's not quite as sure of a bet as say like, like, like a Bryce young or, or, or a Trevor just because of, of the experience and, and the volume. But look, he was the number one target for, for Alabama and, and for Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. You know, I mean, w- once, once yours was off the board, obviously the, the, the kid going to Ohio state who's our number one and number one overall player in the whole country. There, there's a lot to like here. The, uh, for Alabama, what was the when when he was the number one quarterback prospect? Like, what does that mean? What is that? What is he? How does Nick Saban and this staff, which by the way, and I think that this is very significant, you lose Steve Sarkeesian, you lose Jeff Banks, you lose Charles Huff. We got so much turnover, and you know, you bring in Bill O'Brien, you bring in Doug Marone, some big NFL names, but for. Uh, recruiting a quarterback when you've lost so much. Oh, Kyle Flood, offensive line coach as well. When you've got that kind of turnover on the offensive staff, you know what does the the closing pitch look like for the Crimson Tide uh, as as they've got to try to land this uh, this top quarterback prospect with new faces coming in and, and some of the guys that might have been playing a role in uh, in helping recruit him also leaving. Yeah. So. Luckily, at twenty four seven Sports, we we have Steve Wilfong on staff who gets the scoop on like every single top recruit ever. And uh, with Ty Simpson, it's no different. Uh, Steve reported that Ty Simpson actually had Zoom calls with Nick Saban uh, for seven days in a row. Okay. And so, like, like Nick Saban has taken a, a real, real active role in this recruitment. And I know Tim Watts from Alabama has reported that Nick Saban has actually been more involved in recruiting over the last calendar year. Uh, than he ever has been before because you know, you're not able to get on the road and do things and and you know you're not able to have the visitors and whatnot so he's just sitting there doing 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 zooms we actually saw him in that leaked zoom video uh with, with, with the uh, the 2022 recruit uh from the last cycle so i think we're for alabama it's look we took bryce young in the 2020 class most people think like if, if if his development goes as planned, he's probably going to be gone after two more years. Mm-hmm. You you land a four star prospect last year in in, in Jalen Milrow out of Texas, but I don't think that he's on the Bryce Young level. Now, look, I didn't think that uh, Mac oh, Jones. Shoot, that, yeah, I I didn't think Mac Jones was was, was going to be on Tua's level, uh, and yet he ended up you know having an awesome national championship year. So it does seem like this is sort of an upcycle for Alabama in the QB recruiting process. Same same goes for Clemson, by the way. Uh, the production, the NFL development, and, and, and the path, and, and, and the playing for championships all matter a lot here. I, I'm sure Ty Simpson's dad, being coach, 
has to have a ton of respect for Nick Saban. Um, the other thing I would say is, as Steve Wolfong reported, uh, Bama's been making a late push here for talking about development of a person and life after football and whatnot, which is, look, most isn't likely everybody counter... Isn't that what pretty much every program is going to try to do? Yes, for sure. But okay. Clemson does that really well, mm. right? So if you're if you're going up against Clemson, you got to know what you're fighting against, and and you got to know what pitches you have to combat, and that that's been something that's that's been a heavy push from Alabama. But look, the biggest thing here is Nick Saban's gone through how many offensive coordinators, and that offense has continued to roll from 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 Kiffin uh, to Loxley to you know Sark now now Bill O'Brien. Oh boy, don't forget that the one year with Brian Dayball that they don't really right. talk about. <laughs> like it's just it's sh- 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 they go. Mm-hmm. He's like Saban makes most assistant coaches promise two years. You know, he always wants he wants all of them to give him at least two years before they go out. And Brian Dable did one season. They're like, ah, maybe you go back to the NFL. Maybe you're better off somewhere else. Yeah, look, you gotta. You don't have to love recruiting, but you at least have to tolerate recruiting if, if you're going to be a college coordinator. Not not everybody loves that. So, look, this is a a really nice pickup for Alabama. Um, I think they're probably going to take just one QB this year. We'll see if they want to reach and and, and take a second. But uh, th- this was their this was their top guy. All right. So the Clemson side of this is this. Uh, it we don't we don't see Clemson miss a lot, right? Like if if it's coming down to uh, and this is going to change as Clemson has leveled up its recruiting, right? Like as Clemson is now competing against Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State, and trying to be in that top five level, you are going to end up taking some L's that maybe wasn't uh, going to be the case when uh, when Clemson was sort of operating in that seven to fifteen to twelve kind of range, and uh, and and sometimes taking smaller classes because they had guys that were staying for for four years and, and not having as many scholarships. Does this uh, what is this a big loss for the Tigers to be to miss out here? I I would say it's a a decent sized loss, right? I I don't I'm not convinced that Ty Simpson is, is a generational prospect. That one they're going to look back on like, oh man, if we just had Ty Simpson. Now maybe I'll be wrong, right? Like maybe he'll win the Heisman. He's going to Alabama, so he's going to hell, he got, he got there's a already decent yeah. odds of it, right? Uh, but Clemson recruits the quarterback position extremely well. I mean that's been a, a major part of Davos winning success there from from Boyd to Watson, to Lawrence, to, to now DJ. And this is sort of a cycle cycle up year for them. They, they, they got DJ two years ago. Last year, I think everybody realized it was going to be very difficult to land another stud behind DJ. Not You can't do it. Just right. the odds are, are not high that you're going to get them back-to-back years because QBs do transfer. Uh, but ca- they, they have other options here. Yeah. So who- right? So K Klubnik, if, if you look at Steve Wilfong's quarterback dominoes piece, which I'm sure will be updated uh, probably early next week following this commitment, um, Kay Klubik, kid, kid out of Austin, Texas, really productive player, can throw from multiple arm angles, one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the country as, as well. Anna Hickey of Clemson 24-7 you know, Sports reported uh, that uh, Klubik is likely to be the next guy that Clemson turns to. And the thing is, Chip, yes, this is a miss for sure. But at the same time, what, four or five months ago, I don't think either Bama or Clemson thought they were going to get Ty Simpson. Why? Well, he's on record saying that uh, as long as Jeremy Pruitt was at Tennessee, he was going to go to Tennessee. Oh, no. Yeah. False. No. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, (laughs) – and the thing is, like, there was all these sort of – hell, I don't even want to call it fanfic because it was very reasonable to assume that this could happen because Jeremy Pruitt and his staff were very good recruiters, and Mm -hmm. obviously they they got dismissed. But um, 
this year in the state of Tennessee is loaded. Like this is one of the more loaded years in that state, not just a quarterback, but overall in a long time. And I think as, as Tennessee fans and Tennessee staff likely, likely thought, Hey, if we can get Ty Simpson in the boat early, that's a bell cow. That's a quarterback. Like he can be a leader of the recruiting class. He can go out and he can sell his vision for Tennessee. Look, Tennessee has just needed a quarterback. They've had terrible quarterback play for quite a while. And I'm coming, believe in me, I'm going to turn this thing around at the QB position. You guys come play around me. Let's stay in state. Let, let's, let's make this thing feel like 98. And now just, they, they don't really seem to have that same momentum there uh, on the recruiting trail and, and not getting Ty Simpson Look, it's not a shock for any Tennessee fans that, that follow this today because we got look, sanctions coming. You know, like open potentially, NCAA potentially, potentially. I mean, but we, like we, we don't want to say for sure. But it is unlikely that you would have enough evidence to fire ten people for cause for recruiting violations, right? And then and then uh, you know get off scot free. Uh, but yeah, the quote: "When Jeremy Pruitt was there at Tennessee, I was going to go there." Simpson said, "I was a hard lean during my junior season." So basically, Tennessee could have had that. We always talk about the South Carolina like run, where just the the talent in the state was phenomenal, and the Gamecocks did a good job of getting them to Columbia, and that's why we say it's like a right place, right time. South Carolina cannot always try to get to that uh, you know ten double digit win mark that we saw because it is not. Um, viable to expect there to be that much talent. Tennessee had that class. Like Tennessee has a surge in, and Tennessee's got talent that's going to end up, they're going to have to fight Georgia. They're going to have to fight Clemson, Alabama for it every single year. But it sounds like this is like pouring salt on the wound where in a year when you want to be able to clean up in state to potentially have a program changing class, you're, you're facing a coaching change and you're facing potential investigation and penalties. So chip, I, I, I'm not trying to pile on Tennessee here, but last year in the state that the state of Tennessee produced eight, four star or better players this year, we already have 13 and, and that's I'm with sure some five stars like yet to be handed out. Right. Exactly. Right. There, there, there's still some star inflation uh, to come. I mean, Walter Nolan, big time defensive tackle transferred back to Tennessee from IMG, we, we just spoke a lot about Ty Simpson, you know, Jordan James, Keaton Wade, Dallin Hayden. I, I mean, Taylor Groves, who's verbally committed to Michigan right now. This is, yeah, uh, this is a re- really nice year in the state of Tennessee. We've seen it coming for a while. I think for recruiting folks, that was one of the reasons why it was a little bit surprising that Tennessee went ahead and kneecapped itself like it did. <laughs> Too much. I can't believe it. Uh, He is Bud Elliott 3. Be sure to go to 24-7 Sports to check out all of the latest around the commitment of Ty Simpson. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Be sure to go follow us on Spotify. Follow and stream on Spotify. Uh, We'll be back on Monday with a very entertaining discussion about the college football playoff. Uh, If you want to jump in on the mailbag, we, we get college football playoff suggestions in the mailbag. All the time. Questions. When are they going to expand? What kind of format? We're going to be tackling a lot of those uh, in Monday's show, so be sure to subscribe and keep your eyes out for that. Bud, thank you very much. See you, Chip. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 